With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Rangers 2 Hibs. Now at a, a night of many forms of weather at Ibrooks. Uh, I am your host Scott Carney and I'm joined by Ali Pearson. How are you Ali? Not bad. Another win, another clean sheet, and I'm putting it down to me wearing this top because yeah. <laughs> I wore I wore this I wore this top on Sunday and I had the fear. I text you boys in the group chat to say, look, if Rangers get beaten Sunday, it's my fault because I've worn this top <laughs> and we won five 0 So I thought I've got to wear it tonight, and there we go, we've won another clean sheet. So I'd probably need to wear this top the rest of the season. Yes, um, yeah, you probably, mate. You probably can't take it off to be honest um, yeah we are live tonight just because we're recording a wee bit later on and it's a lot less hassle for me I thought we would just go live to bring you a reaction to tonight's game so before we get into it hello everybody comments are coming in hello everybody where's Scotia he's got lifted by the Welsh Polish yes he has been lifted by the Welsh Polish and Craig Porteous is still after him <laughs> um, <laughs> um, John as well. Evening, guys. Man, else is making up for games you missed for Columbia. It's so crucial for us. We will get into Alfredo Morelos. Don't worry about that. Before we get into the actual game, you can now join the channel uh, to support us and help us grow for only 99p. The link is below. You just click join on YouTube to join. Uh, if subscribing is not your thing, you can buy the podcast a coffee. The link below that is uh, for that is below this podcast as well. And as always, please like the videos, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Two wee clicks for you cost nothing, but it makes a world of difference to us. So, Ali, um, tonight, before we get into the, the teams, etc., it was a bit of a wild night at Ibrooks. Um, straight off the bat, I'll say it wasn't quite the performance we had on Sunday. However, um, Rangers did what they had to do tonight. 
Yeah, the, the conditions weren't great tonight, to be honest. It was uh, typical uh, Drake Wednesday night, if you want to say, in, in Glasgow. And it was, there was there was um, sleep, there was wind, there was, it wasn't great conditions, but we just needed a win. I know we won 5 0 at the weekend, and yeah, it was all brilliant, but I kind of knew Hibs. I, I said to you beforehand, I know Hibs haven't played well recently, but I'd fling that out the window that they'll come and they always they give it a game against us, to be fair. And they did, to be fair, in spells in that first half, I thought, Hibs. But to win 2 0, clean sheet, especially after what happened at Parkhead, that's that's two big wins and um, seven goals, two clean sheets. We can't ask for any more than that, to be honest. Yeah, spot on, mate. You, you pretty much we could just probably end the podcast there, mate. To be honest, because what you hey, just said is I'm out of my bed. <laughs> I know it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty spot on. Uh, the team tonight, uh, one change made from the weekend with Glenn Kamara coming in for the unfortunately injured Ryan Jack. I think we all. I kind of expected that if I'm going to be ruthfully honest with yeah, myself, I, I did expect that to only be the only change. Uh, I'm possibly a wee bit shocked we didn't go with a wee bit more pace on on the right-hand side because no disrespect to Scott Arfield at all. Um, he'll put a shift in for you wherever, wherever he goes. But to ask him to do that role for 290 minutes back-to-back, it was going to be a tough shift for him. But there's no great shock in the team, mate. No, it's a bit, I said to Scotia uh, when I met with the pub beforehand, I was like, I was in shock with that because it was the same setup from from Sunday. And, and why change it in terms of Scott Arfield was out in the kind of right-hand side and it, it worked a trick for us on Sunday and Brock Lane Kamara. And I, I did say similar to you, I would maybe place a call out in the right and drop Arfield into that position where Kamara was just to add a bit more pace down the right-hand side. But he's obviously looked at Sunday and went, it worked a treat for us, so we might as well play the kind of the same formation. And well, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as uh, as brilliant as Sunday, but he, but he's got it right. <laughs> and we've won two and Yeah, no, no, he has. He definitely has got it right. I think the, obviously the the Kamara one we've all had our say about Kamara, and he isn't as uh, as I said. But me and you travelled home with Jamie there, and I was saying to Jamie in the car. It's, it's uh, Jack and Kamara are completely different players. Jack is aggressive in a positive way, in the sense that he's he just he's not he's maybe he's not scared. Maybe that's the wrong word, but he's he's more he seems more up for it all the time. Even though Glenn Kamara is, and it's, they're completely different types of players. But Glenn Kamara seems so laid back sometimes. He's like horizontal, and it's like nothing really bothers him, and he's just kind of he, he will make the easy pass when he has to. Whereas Ryan Jack, I think, is more brave in the ball. That's probably the better way to put it. He's more brave in possession than what Glenn Kamara is. Uh, but into the game itself, mate, and the, the, the absolutely perfect start. Kent does great work down the left-hand side. He's brought down Stonewall penalty. The Hibs player can't believe that he's getting a penalty put against him for a Stonewall penalty. James Tavernier steps up. You're probably the same as me going, please don't miss it, Tav. <laughs> uh, straight down the middle, but, mate, and it's 1-0, and it was the best possible start. Yeah, I assisted boys all beside me when we got, the, we got the penalty. I went, right, lads, don't get too excited because Tav's stepping up to take this. And um, I actually watched his brother take a penalty for uh, Middlesbrough against Man United in oh, the FA right. Cup, and it was an absolute nail off from, from his from uh, Mark, that's his name. But um, no, but fair to Tav, took the responsibility, and um, aye, good finish for Tav. And 
it's a perfect start for us, especially to, to go to get that early goal, which you, which you crave all the time. So, um, aye, perfect start for Rangers. Definitely. Ryan's just commented, that's me back home, boys. What time are you going on at? I didn't know you were coming on. <laughs> are you coming on? Right, drop me, send you a link. Message me, Ryan. God Jump sake. on if you want, Ryan. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. It, it was a Stonewall pen away. All day long, it was a Stonewall pen away. And Rangers really did settle into the game, I thought. The unfortunate bit of the rhythm kind of got broken up. You know what Hibs are going to do? Hibs are niggly wee fouls. They want to break up the play. They don't want Rangers to gather any sort of momentum. Um, and Hibs were attacking down our, our right-hand side. And I don't know what happened to Balogun. I don't know whether he's just twisted funny or whether he's had a knock. I'm not 100% sure. But he went down in the box and it led to an early substitution for us. Um Bar- Bonabaricic comes on for Balogun and Bassi moves into left back. Now, a lot of people are, well, there was murmurs in the crowd. It was weird um, because everybody knows that Bonner's not really flying for confidence just now. And it was, when he first came on, I think he was a wee bit like a deer in the headlights. I also seen Van Bronckhurst not being very happy with how long he was taking to get ready to come on the pitch. He didn't really seem very happy. I think it was quite noticeable when Barisic did come on and Bassey moved to centre-back that John Lundstrom dropped much deeper than what he was. So I'm trying to be polite about it, but I think it was kind of out of the fire and into the, or out of the frying pan and into the fire for Barisic tonight. Yeah, he looked, if, I mean, the first, I would say the first 15, 20 minutes he was on for when he came on the park, he looked like a player shot at all confidence, to be honest. And he picked up an early booking as well, which didn't help at all. I thought the booking was, it was one of the ones where I kind of was a booking, but it was his first challenge. So it was one yeah. of, it was a 50-50 to be honest in terms of a booking. But yeah, I thought he was. I, sorry, tight. mate, I have to disagree with you there. He nearly fucking half the guy too. <laughs> I was a booking all day no, long. No, but you know what I mean in terms of it's yeah, his first. Yeah, it's his first. So I could see if he didn't if he didn't book him, but it, it was a booking. But it was his first challenge. But um, yeah. I he wasn't getting tight to the boy down that wing. There was a couple of chance, a couple of times the boy put the ball in the box, and I thought, well, actually, at one point I actually thought after ten minutes of Ash has been on the park. Do we hook him off and put somebody else on? But I was looking at the bench going, there was nobody else to bring on. But he, he grew into the second half, Barisic. I thought the last 15 minutes of the second half, he grew into it. A couple of all right balls in the box and, and he looked a bit better. But aye, he shot a confidence, but in Barisic, I fully expect him to play, um, well, he probably will need to play um, against Annan on Sunday. So... He, he needs to build up his confidence again, Barisic. But he's been through spells like this with Rangers where he's he's been he's been short of confidence and he's bounced back. So hopefully he does. But Big Bassett, to be fair, I thought helped him out that side a lot through the whole game today. Yeah, I think Barisic did take his time and it was going to take a few good passes, good positive passes, good crosses into the box or at least good attempted crosses into the box. And he did settle down. But Lundstrom and Bassey were there to try and help him out. And I feel so sorry for Balogun because he was solid even from the start. He was winning his battle easily um, with the front player. I don't know if it was Niz, but he was on. A, I'm not 100% sure. But he was he was solid enough. And I just hope it's not it's not too bad for um, 
for Balogun. I really don't. I hope. I hope he's. I hope he's back fit sooner, sooner rather than later. Um, I have said a, a, a bit of a chance in, in the first half. It was a, a shot kind of straight at McGregor. You would expect McGregor to make the save. We again had chances. Ryan Kent again thought it was really positive today. Um, he's definitely wearing square boots, mate. I said that to you in the car. He's got a square boot on because he just can't seem to get any form of hey, work on the ball. No, he, just, he can't seem to get that. But again, I thought he was really positive. Uh, and John Lundstrom, again, just absolutely bossing the midfield. Yeah, I thought Ken was decent tonight. Again, in spells, he frustrates the hell out of me because he cuts onto that right, that right foot and you know what he wants to do. But he just can't, like you say, he can't put enough whip on it. And there was there was one in the first half and one in the second half in particular where it just it just can't whip that ball for some reason. And I did say at half-time, that's the reason Ryan Kent plays for us, because see if he could whip these balls into the back of the net, he probably wouldn't be playing for us. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Kent was decent. He, he, he kept trying. I thought Lundstrom was a bit deeper today. Like you say, he was maybe sitting there protecting a bit more, but... I thought he was very good again, Lundstrom. He's um, he's a guy that we talked about possibly leaving in January. Um, I think we all pretty much said we wouldn't be surprised if he left in January. But he's yeah. to be fair to Lundstrom. He's come back and he's shown that he's he's one of the first picks in this Rangers team going forward. And for me, I mean, whether he plays against Stanning and Saturday, I don't know. But I would have him in against Dundee United the following the following week. I really would, and also we would play uh, we play Dortmund too. So yeah, he's put himself he's put himself right back in the, the reckoning again, John Lundstrom. Yeah, I said uh, tonight as well that I would be shocked if the team that played on Sunday just there uh, isn't the team that plays against Dortmund on uh, Thursday night. I, I just think that. It's probably going to be what he's going to try and do with Lundstrom and Jack in there. We're going to have to take an opportunity if it comes against Dortmund, but that's that's there. We'll get to that. Plenty more podcasts between uh, now and then to talk about to talk about Dortmund. We'll concentrate on tonight. Scott Arfield had uh, the ball in the net with a absolutely superb finish. Uh, it was a cracking kind of looping header right over the keeper, and it was flagged for offside. It was close that one. It might not. I've not seen the game back. Somebody that's seen it on the TV might actually come out in the comments and tell me otherwise here. But I thought that was really close. And what a finish! <laughs> yeah, it's a great ball. Yeah, I mean, it was some finish by Arfield to kind of loop it over the goalkeeper in there. I, it was. It's hard to tell. You've probably got a better view from where I was sitting, but. Um... Jamie, I do not have Aaron Ramsey in the back of my top. As we discussed, we'll come on, we'll come on to Aaron Ramsey. But um, go on, Aaron I, I don't, Ramsey. I don't get players that are going to be with us for four months in the back of my top. So, no, I might get low in the back of my top. You never know. After you, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Low in the back of the back of yeah. your shot. Um, no, but I say the first half it ends one 0 We were all pretty chuffed with all apart from the referee, mate. Now. Second time in a row, mate, that we've got two games uh, that we've won and. In all honesty, we won tonight pretty convincingly. We were we were in we were in control of that game for the majority of the match. Hibs were always going to have wee spells. It's what happens. But the referee uh, was Nick Walsh tonight. Uh, now, I don't get annoyed if the referee decides it's a free kick. I, I don't. That that doesn't bother me. If you're going to set that standard, 
that's fine. That's it's not fine, but you know what I mean. You've we've got to accept it because of the way the referee is in this country. What I cannot stand is it's one rule for one and one rule for another. Now the number twenty, forgive my ignorance, that was playing for Hibs. I don't know his name. He pulled Ryan Kent back at one point, uh, and that was after he was warned for a foul that he had just done, and didn't get booked. He then had at least three or four other. Niggly fouls in that first half, and he didn't get booked. Now, that's when the frustration comes out with Borna Barish. It's getting booked for his first tackle because there's just the lack of consistency between decisions that he's making. And it's not, it's not that he's cheating, it's not that he's he's just refereeing Rangers to a different standard. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought he was terrible. I mean. How many games have we played since we've been back after the winter break? Aber- Aberdeen, Livingston, Ross County, Hearts and Hibs there in out of the games. I mean, Clancy, we've, we've covered Clancy against Aberdeen. That was fucking abysmal. Um, obviously, uh, Willie Collum on Sunday was abysmal. And then and tonight again, it was... Um, I it's just... I, I don't know what he sees half the time, to be honest. A lot of these fouls that Hibs do it, and he like say... A lot of them are niggly fills, but he needs to book someone because if he books someone that stops it, and Hibs just Hibs knew they could get away with it all night, and it was um, it's just another referee that comes to Ibrooks. It was a terrible performance from, him. and I can put him into that wee group who I had in terms of Clancy beating Column, and now I can put Nick Walsh into that group as well because once again, terrible. He really was terrible, and I heard Sean Maloney come out and said that. He was greeting because Hibs should have had a penalty in the first half because um, Scotia's pal Porteous apparently got taken out, which I don't even remember to be honest. But no, it, I don't it remember. It wasn't, it wasn't a great performance by Nick Walsh at all. No, and again, I, to be honest, he's never really bothered me before. There's that much Nick Walsh that I can that I can remember off the top of my head. But again, it was just from the start the lack of consistency, man, and. Hibs got away with so many persistent fouls tonight, like constant persistent fouls, and it took an age for him to book anyone. And as soon as Rangers, a Rangers player was a wee bit late, or it was a, it was a, a, it was probably still a free kick. But as soon as it was a free kick, it was just so desperate. There was times he actually had his card out of his pocket before he blew the whistle for booking a Rangers player. That's the way it felt tonight. Um, very, very frustrating. Very frustrating, and it's just a. A reoccurring theme that we have to we have to continue to go on with. So into the second half, mate. Um, and again, we were we were talking at half time how we were just another goal probably seals this. It probably does the damage for Rangers, and I'd imagine that we would be see the game through. And what a goal it was, Alfredo Morelos, the man of the the man of the moment right now. Um, we were having a bit of a debate whether it was Lundstrom or Arfield that slipped through. Oh, was it Tav? God, Tav. I looked, I we seen it Twitter. It was Tav that slipped the ball through. Yeah. Well, we were miles away, mate. But the finish from Alfredo Morelos is an absolute thunder strike. If that keeper doesn't get out the way of that pretty quickly, he probably loses a head. Um, this is what Alfredo Morelos is all about right now. And again tonight, Alfredo Morelos, his hold-up play, his link-up play, his passing, his switcher play passing, everything was there. Alfredo, again, was superb tonight. Yeah, I thought he was miles above players in the park again tonight. Is is 
I like I say, Aggie, yeah, he scored three goals in the last two games, yeah. But for me, it's not that. It's it's his link-up play. He's pinging balls across the park. It's it's. I don't know what they did to him out in Colombia. Honestly, I really don't know. I know they didn't play him, which probably annoyed him. But he's came back, and he, he honestly looks like a guy in a mission. He really does, and he's he's so important to us, Morelos, going forward. He really is because I just. Even Kamar Roof coming in there, I know Scotia touched on Roof. He's, he's a different player, Roof. I mean, he to play slightly different when Roof's there. But Morelos, yeah. he just, he, he doesn't give them a minute's piece at the back. And they don't know where he is half the time. And again, obviously it was Tav that stuck the ball through. Great ball for Tav. And he just bullets in the back of the net. And as we said at half time, the second goal would kill it. And when it went 2-0, I, I thought that's, I couldn't see Hibs coming back at that. No, uh, I, I agree. Uh, Curry Munster has asked Scott, is that the wee top for the Bairn already been bought on the wall? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's the top. <laughs> it probably fits, Scott. Scott um, wins tops. He does, aye. He does. He likes to fit in as small a top as possible, well, Scott. But yes, uh, it is, mate. Yes, it was bought as a Christmas present. Thank you for noticing. Um, no, I, I, I think Alfredo right now is just... You could see him even after he's celebrating, he's banging the badge, he's he's getting the crowd up, mate. And there was just a right a, a right buzz around the stadium after Alfredo scored. That was probably because there was a, a premature roar due to Aberdeen maybe trying to do something with the with their life, uh, and that was a, that was a strange one. It really galvanised the the atmosphere though, and things really picked up after there. But again, Rangers really controlled it. <sighs> I think we were probably unlucky not to make it more. Uh, I think Hibs didn't look like they had much. Ryan Porteous then gets involved uh, by basically cheating to try and get... Um, who was it who tried to get sent off? Arfield. Who was it? Arfield, so it was, because Arfield had been booked, that's right. Uh, yeah, so he tried to get Arfield um, sent off. John Lundstrom gave me gave him an earful, and I will... I have, I've slapped Nick Walsh with one hand, mate. I'll compliment him with the other. He pulled the captain aside for Hibs and said to him, you need to have a word with him because I know what he's trying to do. He dived. It was a blatant dive. He dived I don't know how many times tonight. Um, this is the kind of player that he is. He's a cheat. And, and this is why I, I remember Lynx getting even comments that we were having people saying we should have a look at Portis. He is nowhere near a Rangers player. Nowhere near Rangers standard. Uh, he is a, he's a pathetic football player. He really is. Uh, and he's definitely not welcome. He's... He's had this and he got found out tonight. He was he was particularly poor. A few of his passes were pretty shocking. And yeah, it was the only time I will praise Nick Walks tonight because that was the only thing he pretty much got right. Um, we made a number of subs, mate. Um, you probably need to help me. Arfield come off, Aribo come off, Sakala came on, and so did Aaron Ramsey. Ramsey. Is that correct? And was that all we made tonight? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? There's no yes. doubt. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was all we made tonight. Again, well, Ryan Kent as well. We'll, we'll stick where we were before we go on Aaron Ramsey and Sakala. Uh, Ryan Kent, and even in the second half, I thought, again, was fantastic. Doing everything everything correct. Borna Barisic was supporting him, getting up. We bit a lack, a lack, a lack of communication with the both of them a couple of times breaking forward. Maybe down to um, Barisic's, uh, Barisic's confidence levels just now, but... In the second half, it was more like Borna Barisic. Look, defensively, we, we've spoke about it before. 
when Hibs start to grow into the game a wee bit as they did towards the end and we look to tire off a wee bit um, the the gap between Bassi and Barisic the one that we've seen before the one that was has been used against us so many times it was still there and I think you have to remember no matter what that Calvin Bassi is not a centre-back but would you agree that it was more solid, but there's still work to be done to get him back to the, the Bonner Barisic that we, we kind of used to know. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was he was steady, Barisic, the second half. I would say that. It's, like I said earlier on, it's not great that he was on that booking straight away and Hibs targeted that left-hand side all the time. Um, Big Bassi, I, I mean, I, th- I thought Big Bassi, I mean, Big Bassi's not a centre-half, but I thought Bassi was really good tonight. I thought Bassi Doug Bourne out a few times down that left-hand side. It really helped him. But going forward, depending on what's happened to, to Balogun, I, I know we did well with that back four in terms of what we ended up there tonight. But I, I don't know whether we try something different. I know Hollander's close. Do you play him in, on Saturday? I think Scotia says Annan's a plastic pitch. And give me the fear playing Hollander mm. on a plastic, and he played plastic yeah. pitches anyway. But um, I think the guy, one of the guys in the comments, I said Sands because he can play centre half. Do you give him a go? Do you bring Sim? Do you bring Simpson in out the cold and put him in at left centre half? Um, I don't know because I just think Bassi offers us so much more as a left back, and I think we've seen Definitely. that against Hearts, and I think we've seen that in the first 10 15 minutes against Hibs again tonight. So I felt a wee bit sorry for Bassi having to play in centre half, but obviously he had to, he had to do that job. But no, Borna, he'll play on Saturday, but yeah, he needs to he needs to up his game, Borna, he really does. Yeah, yeah. Um CGM has said, um, not sure if Ramsey could be asked tonight, and it kind of leads us on to Aaron Ramsey. Now, obviously, there's always a bit of a buzz when you see him getting stripped to come on, mate. He came on, he had a couple of nice touches, one one pass that link up play that, that nearly came off for him down the left hand side didn't quite happen, but and I'm going to get probably we're both probably going to get slaughtered here, mate. He looks at least two yards off it just now. I said to you and Jamie going back in the car, and folk will probably make, well, folk can have a go if they want, but I'll just I'll, I'll say what I've seen tonight. He's miles off it, absolutely miles off it. Um, yeah, he came on against Hearts. We were four 0 up at the time, and that's a perfect opportunity. Come on, the, the game's dead blooded. Come on against two 0 against a Hibs team that's th- probably still in the game. If they get a goal, they're still in it. And he, he looked miles off it. He really did. I mean, I think you said there was a point where Tav kind of ran past him at one point and sort of looked at him as if to say, "What were you doing?" <laughs> and um, there was there was a time where I seen him at the edge of the box and he was leaning over as if he, he really looked like he was blown out his ass. I thought, you're only just in the park, but he's obviously got a, a plan with him and Rangers. I mean, he's, he's alluded to this in terms of they've got a plan going forward in terms of minutes for him, but I mean, he's not kicked a ball since November, we need to remember. Yeah, I know. But we do need to remember that, but he just looks miles off and it's, me and Jamie and you had a discussion where do you play him? Because obviously he'll play against Annan, but we've got Dortmund yeah. during the week. Do you play him there? To me, no. And then we're away to Dungeon United, which is a crucial game. And 
yeah, Virgie to get his minutes to get fit, and the games will run out quite quickly. Yeah, it's it's a slight concern just now. I'm not going to lie; he, he just didn't really look up to speed at all. It looked very pre-season for him, uh, and yeah, it is if we have the the midfield that we've got and. Especially after Joe Aribo tonight. Now, I, I I said that I would, I would, I wouldn't have been surprised if Joe Aribo didn't start tonight. And it's nothing against Joe Aribo. I love the guy. Uh, he's been our best player of the season so far. Um, Alfredo Morelos is getting close to that now, however. But uh, I think he looks leggy. But when hopefully they get a rest and we get a good refresh um, from the weekend. Uh, I, I struggle to see where Aaron Ramsey, if he's going to, where he's going to get the game time. It's not that I don't think he's a better player than what we we have. Obviously, he's a world class player. He's the guy's not been, he's not had the set the success in his career for nothing. He is, he's a he's a world name. I I just I, I struggle to see where he's going to get the game time. Yeah, I really do, uh, and it would be a shame. Look, it would be a shame. Obviously, you said it as well, mate. He's here because he wants to get fit in order to go to the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? That's really why he is here. But I'm not writing the guy off by any stretch of the imagination before anybody says that I am. I, I'm not. That I am not saying that. But tonight didn't really fill me with confidence. I'm like, you, because I, I agreed with you. I, I'm not quite the miles and miles off it, but he's definitely off it. Like there is, there's not really any great doubt about it. He needs, he needs game time, and he needs game time fast. And I'm just not sure when it comes. Annan's probably the only time that I can see him starting in the next, because you don't play him against Dortmund, in my opinion, not in the not in the current fitness level. No, and let's say I wouldn't play him away at Dundee United either. And then you play Dortmund at home, and then oh, I'm trying to think we've got after that. Um, I think we've got Aberdeen possibly at home again, but it's um, no. I think we'll just need to wait and see where Ramsey. I think I think we'll really need to wait and see where Ramsey, but. I, in terms of Joe Rebo, he was, he was, I mean, I'm Joe Rebo's biggest fan, as everyone knows in this podcast, but he was good Joe Rebo in that second half, but he was, um, yeah, he was running an absolute empty, to be honest. So Joe Rebo will not play on Saturday, but I fully expect him to play, to play against Dortmund on a Thursday. Yeah, Ryan said, let's see how Ramsey gets on. Let's be honest, he's a bonus. Um, if he plays at the minute, it will come. I hope so. And the Rangers rabble also. High lads, Hattrick versus Animal sort of. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that right now. And Aaron Ramsey. Uh, and Aaron Ramsey, Hattrick. Yeah, but again, Alan, uh, Alan McGregor was called into action near the end, mate. Again, a good save, decent save. A save you'd probably expect McGregor to make. And Hibs kind of blew themselves out of steam and Rangers comfortably seen the game out. And we managed the game actually towards the end of the 90 quite well, I thought, and I thought we were in complete control. There was a few murmurs, obviously, everybody's still a wee bit edgy, the fact that it was only only 2-0, but I, I never really once thought we were in any great danger once we made it 2-0, and I, it's a, a pretty comfortable win. I, another clean sheet, mate, and I said to you, 5-0 against Hearts, 2-0 against Hibs, both games at home, I'll take that every day of the week. No, that's exactly what, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, after that Celtic result, um, a week ago, it's 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 been the perfect perfect reaction from Rangers. Obviously, we got what we wanted on Sunday. I mean, that was a, a perfect performance on Sunday. Tonight, the conditions weren't great. We're playing a Hibs team that, let's be honest, Hibs always give us a game. They always give us a game away from home or at Ibrooks. And they were, um, I think they were never really in the game, Hibs, but 
I felt we were in control most of the game. There was that last five, ten minutes where you naturally dropped back. McGregor had one real save of note that I could really think of, but uh, in injury time, they kind of managed it out. It just knocked the ball about, to be honest. We didn't need to go and get the third goal in injury time. Just keep the ball. Nah. And that's what we did. And yeah, to, there we go. 5-0, 2-0. Roll on to Saturday against Annan. And hope, hopefully that's just a routine victory for us over there. And, um, Let's hope so. <laughs> I, as I say that there, um, no, nah, it will be. But um, yeah. no, nah, we, we couldn't ask for it for any more of a reaction from Rangers after what happened at, at, obviously at Parkhead. Yeah, back to keeping the zero, mate. And I think that's what it was all about. I think there's players really, really coming forward just now. Morelos, uh, Lundstrom, uh, even Kamara tonight. Kamara was good. I'm not being too critical of him. Uh, Kamara was good. He did his job really well. Broke up play a lot of times, but there was still a few times it was slightly slack and kind of the the kind of the negative pass. But look, we were managing the game out as well, so I don't want to be too critical of the guy. Yeah, he was probably doing the right thing, but I'll, right now, emotions are high with everybody um, because we're, we're desperate just to, to keep putting three points on the board. Uh, but Rangers done that tonight, and I'm 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 delighted to... Back to keeping the zero, two wins on the trot, and we move on to Saturday now. Yeah, so Ali, before we go tonight, mate, who was your man of the match tonight? <laughs> I think you need to ask me that one. <laughs> I think you'll be the exact same as me. Yes. The sponsors got it. He got it on Sunday. Alfredo Morelos all day long. I cannot disagree, mate. Uh, Alfredo was superb tonight. Absolutely brilliant. Everything that you want him to be, everything that you want him to be doing, it's, it's Alfredo Morelos. He was just superb. And all the comments are coming in now as well, saying Morelos as well. So, no. I think massive shout out to Lundstrom again. Another one that I think's really taking this opportunity that he's getting a couple of chances, two starts in the trot for him. He's been superb. Uh, if it wasn't Anne at the weekend, I would fully expect I would fully expect him to start. Uh, but I think he might get a wee rest as well in order the to get ready for the big game against Dortmund coming up. Um, and Ryan's as Craig Porteous. It's always going to be Craig Portis. Absolutely always going to be Craig Portis. <laughs> Scotch will never let that down, honestly. Never, mate. No, he'll never will. Or <laughs> disliking the Welsh. Scotia's never going to let these things down. Right, everyone. Uh, just a quick one tonight. As I say, just went live because it was a wee bit later. Thank you to everybody for uh, coming in with the comments. Always appreciated. Ali, thank you very much, mate. I'll speak to you on Friday, mate, for a club preview ahead of the Annan match. Yeah, I think uh, Craig Portis is pal Scotia is actually hosting in <laughs> club previewing Friday, so I think he is, lads. So you'll enjoy it. There'll be Welsh bashing, there'll be Craig Portis bashing, there'll be all sorts <laughs> going on in Friday night. So set yourselves in for that. But um, but no, Scotia's going to get slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, no, he will, he will. But um, no, like I say, good two wins, and it's um, it's good to be in a, a reaction pod. I did promise you'd be on tonight, so there you go. Dedication. Yeah. I, I, eventually, eventually, <laughs> dedication, mate. Eventually. Can I uh, promise you Saturday, though? I think I'm going to bomb Saturday. So. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not surprised at that, to be honest. Uh, Curry Munch at your balls. Well, definitely. Thank you. Yes, uh, go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUB at 22, uh, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. 
curry munchers. Right, your balls will definitely thank you. And yes, shameless plug for me as always. Please like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and we will be back on Friday with a club preview. So until then, another three points, keeping the zero. It's all we can ask for. And Alfredo Morelos absolutely terrorising Hibs once again. So speak to you all next time, everybody. Cheers. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.